I guess uh, we just hop right into it. I just press oh, record, I guess. Yeah, you really like to spring that on me, honestly. I, uh, <laughs> I do. I like the idea of a cold open because, like, if you ever watch like Joe Rogan or a lot of podcasts like that, they they do a nice cold open where it's like you just hop in and they're already having a conversation. That like yeah, someone's just yeah. hit record halfway through, so it feels natural, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm Jack, and welcome back to another episode of Should Have Gone for the Head, the only podcast on the internet where we talk all things Marvel. I'm your host, Jack, and today we're here with the one, the only. Rhiannon, that's me. Hi. Uh, I guess we just hop right into it, because this is, I don't know if there's anything, do you watch anything on TV <laughs> lately? Anything, is anything on Disney <laughs> no, Plus? No, it's, it's, it's only been WandaVision, like, you know, when the new episode comes out, I sit down, I just keep re-watching it, and I keep re-watching it for the week. No, I'm, I'm kidding, I don't actually do that. <laughs> you go, you um, go back to this, st- I was half, ten- I woke up really early this morning at like, fuck it must have been half seven ish give or take yeah and yeah so here's a fun fact because of the time difference between here in america and the rest of the world um the new episodes over in like america depending where you are come out at exactly a minute past 12 yeah well over here that that adds up to a minute past eight like eight in the morning Ah, uh, yeah so i woke up at like 20 to 8 all excited to watch the new wandavision episode and it just hadn't been uploaded yet <laughs> So I just, I just kind of lay there for 20 minutes like, ah, would be nice to have something to watch. Uh, and yeah. here's, here's the thing. I could have went back and watched last week's episode again. But yeah. that, and this is the only time I've ever complained about the show being too long. That episode's more than 20 minutes. So I had yeah. exactly 20 minutes to kill. So, you know, that was my big thing this morning. How are you? <laughs> I, no, and, and um, I'm good. Yeah, no, I woke up excited to 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 watch some Wandavision today. Uh, I suppose just to say that I think, you know, first non-spoiler review, it's great. Go watch the series. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna probably uh, jump jump probably jump straight into spoilers because like if if you're listening to this and have not watched the finale, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's just. <laughs> I mean, this holy shit. I mean, this is the episode I've been waiting for for like yeah. since the show started. I'm like, man, this this fifties aesthetic is cool, but it'd be nice if they were punching a bit. And we finally <laughs> got it. We got, you know what, dude? I want to say there's a lot of things we got. We got big laser up the sky. There, I, even when I saw that on screen, I was like, Jack got his big laser to the sky. Like, there you go. Uh. We. <laughs> We actually, we called a bunch of things in the last two episodes that we actually did. happened in this episode. I love this. Uh, people okay, get anyway. hit by cars and not just one. And I'm really happy about that. <laughs> Before we get into it, <laughs> if you have not watched, as said, please go watch the episode. It's an amazing episode. It's maybe the best of the season or at least one of the best episodes of the season. It's the only one to make me cry, which is saying something. It's Ooh. honestly a fantastic episode. Now, should we get into the spoilers? Yeah, I'm a heartless bitch. Uh, I don't. I don't cry. <laughs> hey, even a synthesoid can cry, as this episode proved. You show how heartless I am. I only teared up slightly when uh, Spider-Man got snapped. So there you go. Um, oh, I was I was full on like tearing up at that moment, <laughs> and I had to go to a ball right afterwards, and no one else had seen this. Because they had all been busy getting ready for the ball, but but Jack decided as his pre-drinks to go see the Avengers instead. And I'm just there, an emotional wreck at the bar, like, I've seen things. Things you could never understand. (laughs) On 
scary far off worlds like the end of Blade Runner. It was yeah, I'm just yeah, yeah. sipping a uh, whiskey, just distraught. Yeah. Oh my god. That is a sign of great media. It can get you emotional. It can get you to cry. It can get something out of you. And this episode of WandaVision did all of those things for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. How, how does the episode start, actually? I'm going to pull up my notes here. Bear with me. How does how does the episode start? Well, we, we kind of go straight into it, honestly. You know, Agnes got the kids. WandaVision's, like, uh, charging up some chaos magic. You know, we, like, it doesn't, doesn't slow down, really. It's just like, well, you've... You've, you've stuck with us this far you folks we're gonna we're gonna get some witch fighting so i i really love the um the effects for the witch fights where like wanda would throw a blast at her and then her hands mm-hmm. just slowly start to rot like what happened yeah. to the other witches <laughs> um yeah no that, that exactly when you we find out that agatha does absorb magic so something something we said earlier but uh there's a point where um, it's like Agatha's hands, like her fingers are just black. So like, and I was just thinking, oh, is that an effect? Is that just something they put on, you know, for when she's doing the magic and stuff? So it looks like, oh yeah, she's got like darkness magic and all this. But no, when she's just not having magic, her fingers are just still black. <laughs> so I'm like, that's an interesting aesthetic choice. That's just, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she she does she does dark magic, so you know, makes your your fingers look like you still think on them, I guess. Uh. I mean, she's not the worst witch in the show, and we'll get to that. She's not the true villain in many ways, but it's mm. it is kind of creepy how her hands get like all dark when she's like draining magic from Wanda, and Wanda's yeah, like slowly yeah. dying like the rest of the witches. But yeah, no. Wanda pulled her classic move from Civil War where, oh, you thought you missed me. Let me throw a car at you. <laughs> and you know what? No Tony. shame on Agatha. Tony Stark also fell for that one. It happens. <laughs> it was at that I moment. You, someone was going to get hit by a car. Uh, I was so happy. Uh, I called that one. Uh... <laughs> at that moment, I was like, oh, that's where they're going with this. It felt like, and I know this is going to sound stupid, it felt like the third act of a Marvel movie. Like, yeah. Like people smashing through stuff and cars getting thrown around and like big lasers in the sky. I was like, ah. This is, this this is, is what you've been missing. Yeah. This is, I got my fix of like Marvel. The minute that car hit, I'm like, please don't tell me that's where all the budget went. Don't tell me all the budget <laughs> went into the big car flip. And it didn't. It did not. No. It's very clear they this saved is- the budget for this episode. This is this is Disney money. Like, you know, they're not gonna go half measure here. Yeah, but it's it's one of these things where um you see early in a season they'll have a couple of episodes that are very low budget just so they can have the big episodes like this at the end. Ah, so like, yeah, it, that's fair. In season now, two of the Mandalorian, budget, the production value that like the production value on this fucking show is amazing. But oh, like, it's it's insane, and they have to redo that set yeah. every episode, and like yeah. the costumes must be insane because you got to dress every character like five times over. You got to keep painting Bob, uh, Paul Bettany every time. <laughs> every t- I I don't think the poor man left the chair except to be painted a different <laughs> color. Although I did notice the fact that he does wear like a lot of like sweater vests and suits and stuff. Yeah, in this. So yeah. very much so that so they don't have to do the bodysuit or paint his arms. It's just like paint his face, paint his hands. Obviously, that still takes time, but like yeah, 
it's not as time consuming as the full vision look. Yeah. But yeah, what uh, I was gonna say, like in, in the Mandalorian, where you get that episode where everyone's in a cave and he's hanging out with a frog person. <laughs> they're yeah, very yeah. clearly saving the budget for like the big final fight at the end or whatever. Which oh, is kind of what this felt like. Whereas like the first three episodes are like, yeah, we won't spend too much. We'll just we'll make it look like the 50s, we'll make everything look intentionally cheap. But mm. holy shit, they pulled out everything in this. Nah, dude, I was I I was so happy watching it. Uh, I'm, I'm there just like smile on my face and <laughs> like my boyfriend at the opposite side of the room just working on stuff watching me smiling to myself like an idiot so. <laughs> oh. it's um, to be fair I I got some genuine like belly laughs out of this episode of just like pure joy yeah and one of those yeah. moments comes when um, Diet Coke vision like flies down <laughs> And he is like blindingly white. He's like scary white. He's like he's like Michael Sarah levels of white. It's insane. He's, I've never seen. He's here to he's here to sell you some toothpaste. Like oh, like Mister Clean just rocks up and like <laughs> there's a cute moment where she's like Vision, what, what happened? And she she's like, is that really him? And oh, then yeah, he just yeah. picks her up by the head and starts crushing her like Michael Myers in Halloween. I legit thought that, like, because it was just like, oh, fuck. It was like, this is how Scarlet Witch dies. This is just how Scarlet Witch dies. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, my God. But yeah, yeah. no. Uh, then other vision comes in and just slaps him into a house. And I'm yeah. like, oh, shit. They're going to they fight. They gonna, this is it. This is some vision on vision combat so excited actually i had a thought while watching the episode because uh, you can see the sword from like uh, the guys at the sword base they can see them tracking the two visions mm-hmm. to which because like they were tracking like the the like decaying vibranium and stuff i was like can wanda just fucking make vibranium out of her mind and i'm like bitch would be making bank and <laughs> More than enough money to live in somewhere nicer than Westview, anyway. Yeah, but you just need a magic. You just need to like change the properties on like some metal, make it that vibranium, and you are rich. I mean, sure that like Wakandans will come for you probably, but but you just you just you just like destroyed Wakanda's economy in like forty seconds. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Yeah, but even like um, when those two visions are fighting, I'm like. Oh, don't get me wrong. Heavy CGI, but goddamn, does it look good? Like, oh yeah. I um, I recently watched the pilot for Lois and Superman, or Superman and Lois, whichever mm-hmm. it is, the new CW show with uh, the guy from Teen Wolf playing Superman. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, great show. Looks really, really nice. Gets that kind of Zack Snyder, Man of Steel feel to it. Mm-hmm. But when they get to the actual action, like the they have two Superman level guys like punching around. Oh, it looks like absolute yeah. dog shit. It looks like two guys on a green screen slapping each other on wires. <laughs> it looks like fucking um, Power Rangers. And then this comes along like like a week someone, later. I'm like... Someone strikes a pose. Grass explodes behind them, you know? <laughs> the sparklers are going wild. You cut to the same shot from three different angles because they, they really yeah. put all the money into that one shot. Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't even know that was a show that was happening. This shows you how out of the loop I am with DC stuff. Like, oh, like 
There's so many. The CW has like 40 superhero shows at any given time. I just kind of hop in and out for the crossover episodes. Hey, hey, there's some good shit in there. Like, it's the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. thing where there's an awful lot of it, but there's some good stuff hidden in there somewhere. There's some good stuff hidden in there. Yeah, no, I I get you. I can't say. Marvel Marvel has had not its fair share of stinkers. The majority of the stuff is good, but, you know, Inhumans happened, so I can't say much. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't count the television stuff. I just, I just, apart from this, this is the first television thing I count for Marvel. Unless Matt Murdock yeah. rocks up next time, I still don't count anything from television. Oh, you don't count the Netflix stuff. I don't count because because of um, two things. Blade is going to be played by the same guy who played Cottonmouth. And yeah. What's her name from his sister, Black Mariah, is also yeah. in Civil War. Yeah. The like, same yeah. actress. And yeah, that's no, kind of like. It's like alternate universe shit. You could easily yeah. hand wave it as that. Um, don't get me wrong. Yeah. If I'd be up for Daredevil, like going up against She-Hulk or whatever. But like, yeah. Up and to be fair, this episode does legitimize something from Agents of Shield. So you know what? Maybe, maybe I'm putting. Here's maybe the I'm thing. It, I don't think it does. I because that book is completely different to the Darkhold they had in the Age of the Shield. So I'm like, can it just change its appearance? I'm so it, confused. There's a throwaway line in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. about it. There's a line where Coulson's like, here's what the book used to look like, and here's the one we found, but it has the same energy or whatever. Okay, okay. So in theory, maybe, maybe Agents yeah. of S.H.I.E.L.D. counts. But anyway, um, was... where was I? Let me hop back to the notes here. I just have CGI fight was sick. Mm. Um, all right, yeah, no. They're in the middle of the town square. Oh, yeah, one, one more thing. I'm kind of all over the place here. Did you see that sneaky Wizard of Oz reference when she crushes her with the car? I did see the sneaky Wizard of Oz reference. That was, that was pretty good. I mean, that's a I cute like Easter that. egg. But is she not wearing shoes for the rest of the fight? Oh. Um, I, now, I know they're magic, but yeah. is she you barefoot every time she's, she's walking not. on that road? Every time they're, like, going through, like, mental spaces? Is she just not... Is she, like, <laughs> barefooting it? <laughs> That can't oh, be God. good for her. That can't be good for her feet. She's like three hundred years old. I can't imagine her feet are gonna look good. That's why she's she's flying the whole time. She's like, oh shit, I lost my shoes. Better just fly. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. So they're in the town square, and Agatha frees everyone. Yeah. How fucked up is that scene where they're like, "We feel all your nightmares. Every time you're scared or sad, we feel all of that." Yeah, I mean, like. It made make sense. Uh, I thought that like, uh, it's like it, it, it's it, it's a thing. It's like oh yes, Wanda is like kind of improved their lives. You know, gave them nice things to do. But it's like no, Wanda, they had lives before this. <laughs> uh, uh, and yeah, she we... keeps she keeps all the kids in the bedroom, which is kind of terrifying. Uh, That's so like even when Dottie comes forward and she's just like oh. I have a daughter. How about we make her like the kid's friend or the kid's bully or whatever? Just yeah, some storyline yeah. like that. Just let her out of her room. I just want to see her and hold her. It's like, oh god, that's oh no. Suddenly I'm like, yeah, maybe maybe Agatha isn't the villain. I know I know Wanda's sad or whatever, but like Yeah. God damn. God damn. This is, this is some fucked up stuff. You are keeping all those kids hostage, all these people emotionally bullying I... all of them. Yeah, I I appreciate the kind of 
ambiguity of whether Wanda's actions were good or not. You know why she did it, but like yeah. what she did was not good. Which but I think is reflected un- in the last 30 seconds of the show where she's like walking out of there and talking to Monica. Yeah. Yeah. And like you you how do you say you fully understand why she did it. It just wasn't the best for other people, you know? Yeah. It's it's the first time like we finished a Marvel thing and I'm like you know what? I don't really agree with what the hero did. I get it, mm-hmm. but I don't. It, mm-hmm. Apart from Infinity War, when Thanos wiped everyone out, because obviously he's the hero of that story. But um, <laughs> hashtag Thanos did nothing wrong. Oh snap! Um, classic Jack opinions. But it's it's the first time I was like, yeah, no. When you get full context and you understand how the story played out, I still yeah. don't l- think we can call her a hero or call what she did morally reprehensible it was pretty bad it was she tortured those poor people for like four or five days yeah and it's fucked up and i kind of love that you wouldn't get that shit on a fucking cw lois and clark show now would you (laughs) (laughs) fucking agents of shield (laughs) oh you guys are doing ghostwriter we're doing actual characters here on disney (sighs) plus It's good shit. I'm sorry. Oh god. I I don't know who I'm actually taking, like who I'm actually throwing punches at, like the Lois and Clark show or Agents of Shield. I I have to pick one of them. Like last week, my my aim. We're throwing punches at the shows that don't have the Disney money to pay for two like high-profile actors. (laughs) <laughs> to play these these characters that have been set up over a series of movies so we understand their character development going into this yeah those shows mm, they suck compared to this those sons of bitches those shows that have like half a year and half the budget of a marvel movie to shoot like 20 times the amount of content how dare they not be the same quality as this yeah yeah yeah, that see that is the big failing of those shows. So like Agents of Shield, not to kick it while it's down, but mm-hmm. they had to do twenty two episodes, forty five minutes a piece, so basically an hour, all on or at the same budget as a Marvel show. So yeah, so you have to stretch that budget like eleven times thinner. So I get it, I do get it, but still, what a piece of shit. Anyway, <laughs> uh, when Agatha is reading from the Dark Book, she does mention the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, because uh, the Darkhold is is a, the, a wizard book. Because if it is the same from Agents of Shield, they do do Doctor Strange magic in that with that book. So, um, yeah. So I guess these witches are are in the same kind of vein as Doctor Strange magic. Yeah, like the, the post credit scenes kind of show us that. I I guess that's what yeah. they're setting up. And, like, I suppose there's the stuff with the runes and everything, and you see Agatha every now and again, like, drawing a line with her magic. So I'm like, okay, maybe maybe it is the same magic. I don't know. Just one that has just red magic. Yeah, it could just be a different end of the spectrum, where it's like... Yeah. You got, like, Doctor Strange magic up here, and it's really clean, like, nice particle ring effects. And then down here, Mm -hmm. you got, like, the creepy kind of bubbly Wanda slash witches magic. Yeah. Cool. Which brings up my dear my question: Did Agatha ever cross over slash meet the ancient one? 
Because in theory, they she lived about three hundred years, and the ancient one's like five or six hundred years old. So at some point, they'd have to have crossed over, right? They might have, but the ancient one could have had just been hanging out in the pal this whole time, like. Yeah. Or, who gave that book to Agatha in the first place? Who who that, showed ooh, her Agatha all that dark have magic? Fucking stolen that shit, actually. Yeah. Maybe they were friends. Maybe she was like, "Hey." Look at all this cool, like, dark magic stuff. We're never to use that, though. And she's like, yeah, no, I'm going to take this back to Salem. Bye. Bye. She I don't loses know. it for a bit. And then the Doctor Strange, the not Doctor Strange, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. people uh, find it. And then they, they get, oh, boy, they do some shenanigans. And then uh, she gets it back. So I was thinking about this, actually. Would you watch an Agatha show? I'd watch an Agatha show. Like I'd I'd but watch I, an Agatha show, which is like, I, like twenty years at a time, but it's just her being like evil Loki, I guess. But you know I'm a complete Marvel hoe, and I will consume anything that is within the MCU. <laughs> oh shit! Why didn't we call this show "We're Complete Marvel Hoes"? That would have been such a great name. <laughs> oh me! Oh my! We suckle from the teeth of Kevin Feige. Give us upon your beautiful breast milk of Marvel movie properties. Lord and Savior, Kevin Feige. Um. Uh, he floats down from above like the vision and carries us up from the falling of Sokovia, which is our mortal sins. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, when like the world eventually ends and we're left in a Mad Max scenario, I'm just going to retell all the Marvel movies, but as a religion. I'm gonna start oh, yeah. a cult. Oh, I'm down for that. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, it, it, way more exciting than some other stuff, you know? Like, when, no. when, did, <laughs> when did Jesus fight aliens out of the sky? He fucking didn't. That'd but, be sick. you know, imagine if he did. <laughs> and then, after 40 days and 40 nights in the desert, Jesus returned with a new axe that shot, li- <laughs> that shot lightning and rainbow teleportation. Him and his friend the tree helped Captain America. Like that would be amazing. I would fucking, I'd subscribe uh, to that religion straight up. <laughs> you want to be like the Pope or the High Priestess in our new cult slash yeah. religion? Oh, definitely. If I'm not like near the top there, my friends, like you know, I'm I'm on board. Honestly, it's like it's like a cult slash religion. It's it's a good scam. We'll make pr- plenty of money, lots of followers, and like. As long as we don't pull like a Catholic church and do any kitty fit, like I think we'll be fine. I think we'll oh, I think geez. we'll do pretty well. I mean, like, I think I think we'll start out like that, but I think it might reach a point where we actually start believing the the stories we tell, you know, and we actually end up just completely following it ourselves. Which you I'd know, be is not I'd still be up for that. In the name of our God and Savior Tony Stark, who sacrificed himself for our sins. He was at Iron Man. Okay, let's get back on track. I love um, that. Okay, yeah, so Wanda's just like, Wanda just starts choking all the people from Westview. She's like, leave me alone, I'm sorry. And then she just like starts choking them. That sounds... <laughs> That's not quite exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's not choking in the, oh, daddy Kevin Feige, no. It was more like, <laughs> give me more. It was like... <laughs> 
Actually, to be fair, you did call that they were gonna like they they were gonna swarm her. I think you said that in like episode one or episode like two. Yeah, I think I think like you could say it was more they're going to swarm Agatha or something. But yeah, no, it's like they all approach her and Scalwitch goes like they they're all kind of say like talking to her, telling her how shitty her their lives are because she's controlling them and stuff. Um, and she just kind of freaks out and and like um. And uh, accidentally hurting them in true, true, and I'm sorry for another D&D reference, true wild magic style, where you try to help, but you, you end up hurting, hurting other people. And so, When you try yeah. your best, but don't <laughs> succeed. <laughs> no, but to be fair. That gave me some mad Dark Phoenix vibes where she's just like, she's like freaking out and she can't control her powers for a second. And she's like hurting people with all that red energy. I'm telling you, they're definitely setting Wanda up as like their version of Dark Phoenix. And I'm so here for it. That's really interesting because like Wanda is a key element in the Avengers versus X-Men storyline. Yeah. uh, Which again has Dark Phoenix in it. So I think you could do Dark Phoenix with Wanda and like instead of like the Scott and Wanda romance, you put Scott and Vi- you put um I was gonna say Scott and Vision, you put Wanda and Vision at the heart of the of the story. Yes, where it's yes, like that is the pairing no one needed, but everyone wanted. Oh, can a man who shoots lasers from his head and a man who shoots lasers from his eyes can they learn to love? Can they coexist in this world of androids and mutants? Please, oh, I would watch, please. I w- I'd watch People like at Marvel. Of that. Here are please. <laughs> I like the idea that every episode we're just gonna pitch a different Marvel show. Like last week it was Darcy yeah. and Vision, like driving in a truck pitching. <laughs> this week it's Vision and um, Vision and Cyclops so living together, slowly learning to love each other in a three's company scenario. Oh God! But yeah, no. Uh, but yeah, eventually the kids rock up. For some reason, I, I, there's everyone's punching on for a bit. Then the kids rock yeah. up. Yeah. And Wanda's like, I'll, it's fine. I'll drop the hex. I'll let you all go free. Everyone out. But it turns out um, it starts killing like the kids and Vision. Yeah. Because they're just completely made of like Wanda magic. So. You see, like, um, it was fine when it happened to the Vision because he's like falling from the sky. I'm like, okay, that's fair. You're not the real Vision. But then yeah. when it like cuts to the kids and they're disintegrating in the town square, that yeah. was so fucked up. I was like, holy shit, no, oh, yeah. don't do this. Don't, Billy, Tommy. I know you've only had two episodes, but I'm so emotionally attached to you guys. Don't <laughs> die. Don't you die. Yeah, can we, can, can we like just have those kids like maybe wait a few years to age them up but can we have them come back as young Avengers? Like, so those kids are doing a great job. Good child acting. You see, the, I think the trick is limited screen time. Like they're there, yeah. but like the amount of talking lines they get are like, like ten yeah. percent of like what Wanda and like Vision are saying. No, it's like it, 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 exactly. Like, and don't get me wrong, there are good child actors out there. Like the first season of Stranger Things. Oh dear, holy Christ! Like I was like, I remember when I was watching that the first time, and I was like, they're kids, but they're acting so well i was like Whoa. so yeah i think i think these kids do a good job um for the screen time to, we see them you need to combo good child actors with a good director though i think like yeah if you combo the two together you can really like get the best performance i assume yeah yeah 
But yeah, no, it's they're really those two are crushing it. And when they're being torn apart, like it genuinely got a reaction out of me when they're like they're squirming on the ground and they're disintegrating. I'm like, no, stop it. No, save them. Save them, Wanda. Fuck everyone else in Westview. Save the kids. Save the kids for the children. For the children. Uh, okay. Um, meanwhile, Monica is uh, hanging out with our good friend Ralph slash Quicksilver. Evan Peters, and which comes to the disappointment of everyone that Evan Peters is just a guy that lives in Westview. He is not alternate dimension vision. I mean, what? ultimate dimension Quicksilver. He's he's everyone's favorite character from the comics, Ralph Boner. Ralph Boner. I love it. I, I, I laughed at that, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, so... I'm guessing that's the FBI get, FBI um, person that Jimmy Woo was looking for, the, the missing persons. Because, like, yeah, because there's no headshot of this guy. And in the episode, um, Monica finds a headshot of him that says Ralph Boner on it. Yeah. So I'm just going to go ahead and guess that that's the person of interest that Jimmy was looking for from, like, Maybe. early on. Maybe. I have no I idea. Mean, it would explain why he's the only person who doesn't get a headshot except for Agatha. Mm, Agatha mm. also doesn't get a headshot when they're like, oh, like, that's that person. That's that person. And like the third or fourth episode when they're figuring out who from the sitcom is who in real life. The only person who doesn't but get them I are Agatha he, and Pietro. He he only shows, he shows up at the end of the episode where they're like, oh, they re- he, he, she recast Pietro? Um, so True. I've, but I have no idea. I don't know. I think that's. I think that would just tie up a loose end, I guess. Or maybe, mm. maybe he's still from the multiverse. Maybe I don't think he is at this point. I think it was just a fun thing for the fans. I also just dropped. Yeah. The floor. As I, I think said, it was I, a fun I thing it, for the I fans. think it was a, a, a little Easter egg that they threw in there. You know, bit of a wink, a wink bit of a nod. Nudge, nudge. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. It wouldn't surprise me if, like, in the multiverse of madness with Doctor Strange, where spoilers, Scarlet Witch is going to appear. Mm-hmm. that if like they're going through the multiverse it wouldn't surprise me if they brought back evan peters again and hell even bring back yeah. um fuck what's the guy from kick-ass i mean they're both from kick-ass but the guy who played kick-ass i was about to say i was like they're both from kick-ass uh aaron aaron taylor oh aaron taylor johnson uh, yeah the most like the most chad handsome name i've ever heard aaron taylor johnson <laughs> uh if it's you like, like it wouldn't surprise me if you brought both of them back yeah. You can never trust a man with two first names. That's just facts. But um, yeah, no, it was really fun to see like him and Monica just hanging out and he's just playing guitar. Yeah. I like the idea that's what he's been doing with her for the last two hours. So I'm like, remember we didn't see her in last week's episode? Mm-hmm. Well, all the dramatic flashback stuff's happening. He's just like, hey, do you want to see me? This is a chord I learned. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. Um... Oh. But yeah, they they punch on like we also predicted that. It wasn't as yeah. cool as I predicted, but like, you know, hey, yeah. we, we, we had very little time, so I get it. And a lot of ground to cover. And here's the next question. What the fuck is Monica's power? <laughs> it seems yeah. to be whatever, whatever she needs at that moment. Um, See... In the comics, it's control over the light spectrum. So it's like, yeah, I, I, that would have been like, oh, she could see in the dark and maybe she can move as fast as light. That'd be sick. That'd be cool. But yeah. then like she's doing certain things where I'm like, how does that like when the bullet yeah. goes through her and it just kind of drops? I'm like, 
excuse me how does how does that what why yeah so it's yeah this is the this is this is like the question now i understand if they do change her powers because i guess photon isn't such a huge thing that you 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 can get away with that you know yeah um but yeah uh if there was one complaint it goes what the fuck is monica's powers it's, you know what it is? If there was a throwaway line, if they're just like, oh yeah, she has the same abilities as the Hex itself, or like, she has light okay. abilities, but there's there's never a line like that. There's never like... Yeah. And because- like, we might we might see it explored more later, so... Mm. Um, yeah, it, there's definitely some big Captain Marvel 2 vibes happening, and we'll get to that in a second, but she, mm-hmm. she rips the necklace off of Ralph which I assume also means he loses the Quicksilver powers, or maybe there's just a guy out there with Quicksilver powers. Uh, yeah, I think it's the necklace that was giving him the Quicksilver powers. So, uh, yeah, she can see the magic. That is another one. Uh, <laughs> it's just, she's got plot convenience powers. Uh, Wait, so... Can she see the magic better than everyone else? Or can everyone else just not see the magic? In which case, when they're having their big laser battle, is everyone just like, what are they doing up there? What's, what's happening just, there? They're just floating around the place. Yeah, which yeah. Is, which brings up the question, can anyone ever see the magic that's happening? Or is it just for us, the audience, and the, the wizard to see? No, like, they, they can see the magic. No, I was only saying because at the mid credit scene from the other episode, which you see is like in the flashback of this episode, is when yeah. she opens the basement door and she sees the, the vines in Agatha's house. She sees them glowing purple. So uh, like, she just see magic? Or maybe like she just sees his, it slightly better? Maybe it's because her she she's got photon better. eyes or whatever? I don't, I don't know. She's okay. he's Wolverine powers. I can I can smell things real good. <laughs> it's that's one of the powers that got lost between like when you move like characters from comics to the movies. I think they should have really brought up Wolverine's insane sense of smell. Like you get yeah. an elevator with that man, you fart, he can smell it. You fart from a mile <laughs> away, he can smell it. You're on a bus going the opposite direction from you, and you fart, he can smell it. Wolverine has amazing smell he can track people for miles with that smell if you're on the other side if you're in the secret basin of the x mansion as it explodes he can still smell your farts i i i i think do they hint at it in the first movie maybe but i can't recall if it comes up after that point um i don't know okay you just also just it just is one of those things that people are like ah wolverine wolves and you're like no he's named after like this just badger with really sharp claws like to be fair literally everyone including Hugh Jackman thought he was based on wolves <laughs> oh, I, I didn't know origins <laughs> I didn't know there was such thing as an actual wolverine like an animal and like I feel like yeah. a few people listening to this are like holy shit a wolverine's a real animal yeah wolverine yeah, no, is I- an actual animal I only learned um, this like four or five years ago, so I cannot say much. Okay, so Wanda shuts off the big laser in the sky to my to my disapproval. Mm-hmm. But at that point, R- Sword has rocked up, and they're just like, okay, we're here, we're queer, we're going to stop that big laser, we're going to take yeah. the kids away. So they yeah. start like, everyone's They were going to shoot some children. Let's all yeah, reiterate, they were going to shoot children. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. 
They were magic children, so it's fine. They were How mutants. are you supposed to know they were magic children? They've been watching the show, probably. <laughs> they're magic. They're magic mutant kids. Therefore, it's open season. Oh God. Um. Yeah. yeah. So the military were about to shoot children. Um. Hmm. But. Um. Yeah. No. Why the twins are laughing at that? Them. It's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. I was sitting there. I was like, oh, are they going to shoot the kids? And I was like, they're going to try and shoot the kids. I was like, oh. At least those kids make it out and they're happy and they survive the whole episode. So anyway. Turns out out Marvel would start getting quite critical of the military. It's like, we don't need your military money anymore. To be fair, (laughs) they've been critical of the military since Iron Man 1, where it's just like, oh, you know all those fighter jets and all that and all those weapon industries? Yeah, nothing compared to an Iron Man suit. Tony Stark could yeah. do that and as a one-man machine. And he's great at it. And I miss him. God, I miss that thing. <laughs> anyway, um, can we bring up the fact that Paul Bettany teased like an amazing big actor he always wanted to work with? It was him. It was himself. He was talking was about himself. himself. He was talking about working with himself. I thought I I yeah I I when I saw that and I was like oh it's close to the end we haven't seen anyone yet and I was like was he just talking about himself <laughs> and I was like oh it is such a fucking move to pull and you know I'm not even mad because that is much- just hilarious <laughs> it is just hilarious how much shit do you think he's getting on Twitter for that this week how much like oh, people are gonna be like oh, he's getting fucking so much us. shit He's getting so much shit. Please, guys, do not throw shit at Paul Bettany. The bad is no, the bad do is it. funny. Like, throw it at him. No, don't. I spent I spent three weeks talking about John Krasinski turning up, and he still hasn't turned up. And I assume Paul Bettany's the reason. <laughs> do I have evidence? No. Do I have any unless, logical points? No. Unless they did film scenes with big name actor and they decided to cut cut them, that is totally a reason as well. They were like, mm, yeah. not working. It's amazing how they had Al Pacino for Mephisto and they're just like, nah, it's fine. We don't need you. And he's like, hoo I still got the paycheck. I'm a Mephisto. hoo But yeah, no, they just cut it. It's weird. That's the casting I never knew I needed. Uh... hoo Peter Parker. Are you really Hoo-ah. happy having a girlfriend? hoo I'll save your aunt or whatever. hoo One more day, I'm Al Pacino Mephisto. hoo it's actually Al Pacino in universe, but he's also just Mephisto. Yeah, no, because Mephisto takes like a form that your mind can comprehend. It just happens that everyone in the universe thinks of Al Pacino, like the actor Al yeah. Pacino. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. That is so good. But um, yeah, no, Monica just takes a bullet and it just kind of like like goes through her and just drops. Yeah. Because everyone powers? knows that's how light works. That's how light works. That's how light works. Um. Yeah. What we were saying. Oh, yeah. Military. They were going to uh shoot the kids, but the kids, the kids stop them until fucking big director man comes out and attempts to shoot kids. Um. And yeah, Monica oh, no, no, stops no. him. He doesn't. He doesn't plan to shoot the kids. His plan is to back up and run them down. <laughs> no. No. His he tries to shoot. Monica stops the bullets, and then uh, from his gun because the kids have already disarmed all the other ones. And okay. then he gets in his car, and I'm assuming he's just getting the fuck out of there. But let me tell you, our girl Darcy and I fucking called it. Our girl Darcy rocks in 
in that food truck and crashes into him. I told you Darcy was going to come in and it crash into someone. Granted, it wasn't Agatha, but but yes, did I call queen, that a lie? Drive that truck. <laughs> I was, I genuinely was like, this is no way. And then she hits. I'm like, <laughs> we fucking someone pick up the phone because we fucking called it. <laughs> We literally, we made a joke about Darcy's like, oh, she's going to stop the big villain by driving a food truck into them. <laughs> and lo and behold, our girl Darcy, fucking Thor's good friend, drives that truck right in. Sorry, sorry. Dr. Darcy drives that food Dr. truck Darcy. right into Director Haywood like you uh... wouldn't believe. <laughs> she Grand Theft Autos that motherfucker like you wouldn't even. Oh, this is such a good episode. Oh, so good. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah so so we then have, oh yeah go uh, for it. vision vision versus negative vision um but they they start I, having debates which is a I've very written, vision thing to do i've written here in my notes vision defeats diet coke vision by convincing him they're both a they're both a boat <laughs> he's like if you think about it we're both a ship or something and well, yeah, no, it's, parts, it's we're both rotting. It's the uh, it's the like Odysseus theory of like the boat. So if it's in the museum and it's rotting and you keep replacing it, at what point does it stop being the original boat? Um, and visions just like and... the emotions and the memories. What if that is the rot and that is the captain? And Diet Coke visions like, <gasps> I'm out of here and just kind of like pieces out. I assumed no, he was well, going to come back at the end, and he just did. I assumed. I assumed no because he unlocks he basically unlocks the memories because uh, he's like ah because you're you are you are a robot your memories are a lot harder to get rid of which i suppose makes sense um yeah. and then he has like, a flashback and sees like his whole life like and i really love yeah. that you see like age of ultron you see fucking infinity war you see thanos grabbing the gem and shattering him and I assumed he was just going to turn back to normal vision color, but no, he stayed uh, diet vision color. Yeah. Uh, but he got normalized. That's the main mm. thing. Uh, and so, yeah, and then he just pieces out of there, which I'm like, huh, weird. But also, I guess it's a lot of shit you got to figure out now. So yeah, he's going through it. Is the implication yeah. that that version of vision is like the vision, but without the mind stone? Right? Sorry, but the soul stone? No, the mind stone. The mind stone. Is that like he, the idea is yeah. he's what's left? He's like he's everything but like the memories and the mind stone. Yeah, I th- I think so. But now he has the memories back, and I think it's he can, he can function without them. Because they always said he could work without the mind stone. It was just a case of removing it, and they couldn't remove it on time. Yeah. So yeah. like th- this is kind of the version we got at the end there, where he has the memories and he pieces out or whatever. That's the yeah. version we would have had in Wakanda if Shuri got the job done fast enough or if like they had better security staff on the door in Wakanda. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, that's um, what they were going for in Infinity War. Let's I, see. I think uh, so, so. We'll have so to... Wanda... Diet, Diet Vision will return. <laughs> like, I'm assuming he's going to, like, the next time we see him is in, like, the last five minutes of Doctor Strange 2. We're like... Yeah. Where, like, I think I've got an idea of someone who could help us. And then it, like, cuts to Diet Coke Vision, like, in a separate log cabin, just meditating or floating or whatever. <laughs> They're and actually just... just across the lake from each other, but neither of them notice. Uh... <laughs> I picture he's just, like, in a big sweater vest and he's just watching, like, episodes of Malcolm in the Middle while he's making a jigsaw puzzle or whatever. 
Or he's yeah, building yeah. a little boat in a bottle. Yeah. And he's like, uh, am I the boat? Am I the boat? <laughs> and he's like really freaking out. Okay, so... I appreciate, is- I, I appreciate the fact, because, yeah, the, you see the Vision fight and stuff, and that's really cool. But yeah, he ultimately defeats Vision by presenting theories and logic and stuff. And I'm like, that is a very Vision way of defeating an enemy. It really <laughs> I is. I appreciate that. It's like... <laughs> That's really good characterization because it's like, if that was like Iron Man or Thor, they're just like, let's just shoot him till he stops. But Vision's yeah. like, what if you ponder this and you think about it this way? Maybe we're both Boaty McBoat faces. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he like flies off. <laughs> that, that was amazing. But um, yeah, Vision's I love the, the kind co- of guy he doesn't want to fight unless he has to kind of thing. So Yeah. Yeah. I um I love the fact that um Wanda's big idea to stop Agatha is like okay, I'm gonna do the the weird hexing and go inside her head and show her her biggest fear. Like what a callback mm-hmm. to Age of Ultron. Oh, I love I thought, it. So I'm I'm an Age of Ultron purist. I think that is an amazing movie. People give it too much shit. I mean I know it's more like 16 hours of Ultron instead of like an age, but like an afternoon of Ultron. But it's a good movie. <laughs> With a lot of solid shit in there, and I'm happy. Like how much yeah. homage this series plays to it. I, I don't like. Um, like I can understand some of the 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 flack it gets, but I think it's a solid movie. Like I I enjoy that movie. Um, as I say, we've yet to get like a properly shit Marvel movie. They've all been pretty good, even Thor to Dark Thor, even um, Captain Marvel. Yeah, I said it. It's not terrible. It's only mediocre there oh god you can put I, that on I the box for the record i enjoyed captain marvel i'm gonna so, get, i'm gonna get canceled for my hatred of captain marvel you want to get canceled be... for your hatred of captain marvel you know no, maybe, maybe that'll get us more listens maybe it'll be like oh this is this is the show where they talk shit about captain marvel anyway that movie that's just <laughs> mediocre i don't hate it don't love it it's just a movie anyway um they haven't produced a bad movie but everyone shits on age of ultron i don't know why love yeah. that movie but I love like, when she does a little, to like, be fair, the it rewind is the weakest hand. of the Avenger movies, Civil War included, because that is also an Avenger movie. But it is also yeah. a Captain America movie. Um, but it would that be is, the weakest. Fair. But it's it's still it's still good stuff. It's still good stuff. But yeah, I appreciate that callback. That, that shit was pretty good. I genuinely, I thought that's how it was going to, I thought that's how the fight was going to end. That, like, mm-hmm. she goes in her head and she uses that trick. But nah, Agatha flips it on her. They they both go back to Salem and Agatha's like, yeah, no, these witches are going to tie you up and suck your magic or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Turns out being the Scarlet Witch is apparently a bad thing. Uh, So, the Harbinger of Chaos. So, we can only assume bad stuff. And she is more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme. You hear it, you heard it here, folks. Scarlet Witch is stronger than Doctor Strange. I genuinely nearly climaxed when they said the word Sorcerer Supreme. I was like, oh, that's my magic man right there. That's my Doctor Strange. <laughs> yes. Like the minute they like, obviously I'm a man who loves a good Easter egg or like tying it into a different thing. But they were like, yeah. the Scarlet Witch more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme. I'm like, yes. Woo. Yes. Fuck yeah. I was so um, excited because another thing about Doctor Strange I don't like, and I love the Doctor Strange movie. But the implication at the end of that is just like, well, he's the best magic man ever now. No one's ever going to come close to him in magic or whatever. I, I don't think so much because, like, yeah, we see him being really strong in Infinity War, but, like, canonic, like, 
like canonically where does doctor strange happen within the marvel timeline because that could be like a couple of years that could be a few years later and and stuff see doctor strange is weird because like the sokovia Accords are talked about right before his car crash like in a newspaper article or something okay and you see avengers tower in the background of one of the shots so it's like Mm. it's before a civil war but like just around the same time as it yeah, but if the Avengers Tower is there, that means it's before Age of Ultron. Oh, God. Well, look, it could be at the same time as Age of Ultron. Because, like... Mm. Yeah, but anyway, the Doctor Strange aside, it, it by Infinity right War, I, I got the idea that, like, there was no one with magic who could probably come near him. Like, apart from, mm-hmm. say, a Dormammu or, like, whatever. That yeah. he had very clearly mastered it, and he's... Like, the only reason Ebony Maul was able to get the drop on him was because he refused to use the Time Stone. Like, yeah. if he was actually using that thing like he used on Dormammu, there would have been no chance. Yeah, so it was yeah. really cool that she's like, you are more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme. I was like, yes. Yes, Queen. <laughs> yes, Queen. Yes, Scarlet Witch. Ooh, ooh, ooh. But yeah, no, um, they go into her mind and Agatha, like, turns it on her. And then, like, yeah. it's just like, okay, no, they're still going to punch on and they, like, fly up into the sky. One sec. Um, What's it? I just have written here flying through the sky shooting lasers. So I assume that's like, that's the final fight. <laughs> and oh boy, what a laser smoke fight it was. Everyone at DC were just like, oh, they stole our thing, didn't they? They did our thing and they did it better than us. Because <laughs> there's nothing a DC fan loves more than a big smoky lightning fight with a lot of CGI and lasers. Yeah, yeah. For someone who's only watched like some of the, the DC movies, um, recent DC movies, uh, yeah, I can tell you that's exactly how the fights go down, you know? Yeah, just for uh, reference, <laughs> Justice League, Batman versus Superman, Wonder Woman, and I haven't seen the end of Aquaman, but I assume Aquaman all end Suicide Squad 2. Oh, and Shazam. Yeah, <laughs> just for exactly. <laughs> But yeah, no, they um, they have they have a big smoky laser fight, which I kind of love. Smoky laser fights, um, but no, it's it's good. Uh, with that, like she's like, here, take my powers, chucking magic at him. But turns out she's doing actual magic. She's making some runes and shit, which is pretty fucking sweet. Um, yeah. It's a nice, it's... a nice, uh, not really callback and stuff. But if you like. Ah, the runes. We've, you know, in a given space, only the witch who casts runes can use her magic. Well, Scarlet Witch is like, well, bitch, I'm gonna end your whole career. <laughs> it's my, it's my favorite '80s movie trope where the villain does a thing, and then the hero at the end also does it and gives him a what? You didn't see that coming? Like that thing you did to me earlier? I just copied it, but did it slightly better. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's so. It was so nice. It would have been. The only thing it was missing was Agatha setting up a line in one episode and Wanda repeating it here. Because that's basically what yeah. they did. And I kind of loved it. Oh, it's, it, 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 it's good stuff. That was... Oh. Oh. And yeah. we get the Scarlet Witch outfit. What do you think of that? Holy shit. It is so Age of Apocalypse. I love it. Uh, it's so cool. Oh, like... I, I don't know what it is. It's it looks amazing. Don't get me wrong. First things first, it looks so cool. It looks so badass and like the perfect combination of all her movie outfits and the comics version or whatever. But the minute I saw it, I'm like, that kind of looks like something from Age of Apocalypse. 
I'm like, not to be mean, that movie's complete dog shit. But yeah. they got the costumes pretty spot on in that movie. So like, it yeah, looked yeah. pretty cool. And it she had know, the big head. Yeah, it, it, I think it looks pretty sweet. Um, because again, it, as I said, it's it's you 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 see them having to design these costumes around these goofy goofy costumes sometimes i mean like remember vision but he had that fucking popped collar shit oh that was great um, it's funny how we had that for one episode in this he had that for like 30 yeah. years in the comics yeah <laughs> exactly bright yellow cape bright yellow cape you know um but uh i i really like this redesign that they they have um and like a callback to her her long coats she tends to wear. <laughs> you do be loving some long coats or red hoodies or whatever. Do, do be loving some of the long coats. And she's not just running around in a fucking swimsuit. Uh. <laughs> she does the thing that like every superhero on the CW does. Not to shit on Superman and Lois again. But every time Clark Kent isn't Superman, he's wearing blue and red or navy. Like, yeah. Same with like the Flash or like. If you ever see like Green Arrow in those shows, if he's not actually in Green Arrow mode, he's probably wearing like a bright green hoodie or like a green yeah. t-shirt or what, like super obvious <laughs> shit. Like this is my aesthetic. <laughs> it's so like you never see Tony Stark just wearing like a gaudy like golden red suit. I mean he he yeah. pulled it off, but like every he'd, he'd wear yeah he's definitely worn at some point. Definitely, uh... but it's. It was nice that like she got the proper costume. And I don't know if you've heard this, and I don't know if it's true or not. I only heard this recently, but apparently Notorious Scumbag slash Creepshow Joss Whedon, when they were oh. on the set of Age of Ultron, mentioned to Elizabeth Olsen that she'd never actually get like the proper Scarlet Witch costume, like oh. not any Marvel movies or show or anything. So it was kind of nice that she finally got the cost, finally got an actual costume. Yeah, no, because like Elizabeth Olsen herself is a big fan of like Scarlet Witch. Like <laughs> you can see in all the interviews, like she just wanted to do the House of M storyline, and she got that. So, oh um, no, I don't think no, she hasn't gotten House of M yet. I think we're yeah. getting there though. I think we're aiming. Uh, I think it's we'll gonna get, be like, we'll okay. get, We've got the sprinkling. We've got the the the, the beginnings of a House of M storyline. This this whole series feels like that. Like that scene at the end of Avengers where like. That guy comes up and he's just like, Earth was more powerful than we expected. To fight them, to try and evade, would be to court death itself. And then you get like Thanos do the sneaky like turn and smile. Like this whole mm-hmm. this whole series feels that like that sneaky turn and smile that like, mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. there's something bigger coming. Like this is she is the Thanos. Like this is the next big thing. Yeah. And I might be wrong. Maybe um, it'll be a one-off Doctor Strange movie. But I think she has like the grounds to be the next Avengers villain. She she has um, like again. It's, it's how do I say like it's really refreshing uh, to be in Marvel stuff again after the whole Thanos thing because we honestly don't know who is coming up next. Like we like you can say Kang the Conqueror as I said that would be the most logical step next yeah. because his thing is all about don't mess with time and shit. Um, but like you could you could say Galactus because like you know Devourer of Worlds and they want to do Fantastic yeah. Four. Yeah, we, we don't know. We we just don't know. And I'm excited for that. I'm could really be Doctor excited. Doom. Could be Doctor could be, Doom. 
Could be Stiltman. We we can't rule Stilt- out Stiltman. <laughs> Until we get confirmation that it is not Stiltman, we cannot rule out Stiltman. We cannot rule out any villain. Um there there is there's been sprinklings of it in Daredevil. We see the Stiltman suit in the background. So yeah. I, we, we cannot rule out that the next Avengers villain won't be notorious monster, terrifying, unstoppable force that is Stiltman. We cannot rule that out. We cannot put what that out. What about the guy who turns people into dinosaurs? Um... Oh shit, that'd be so cool. I don't know. I don't know who that is. I don't. You could. You could be making that up. That I, sounds amazing, though. Make him. The I think Avengers there is some. Thing. I think there is some some guy because I remember seeing a panel and it could be a complete joke, but I think it was like from Spider Man or something. And it's just like, well, Doctor, you're a genius. You know, you could you could cure cancer. And it's like, but I don't want to cure cancer. <laughs> I want to turn people into dinosaurs. Is that Reed Richards? Is that Mr. Fantastic you're talking about? I don't know, but it's just like, as I said, I have no idea if it's a joke paddle or not, but I just love this idea of just, I don't want to cure cancer. I want to turn people into dinosaurs. (laughs) I'm Googling it. I think a... there's definitely like some guy who can turn himself into like a pterodactyl or something. I'm uh, pretty sure. It's uh, Stegron the Dinosaur Man. I just Googled it. Okay. Yeah. Stegron the Dinosaur Man. It's a fictional supervillain appearing in American comics published by Marvel Comics, created by Len Wein. Oh, he's, he's a good writer. I like Len Wein. Yeah. And Jill Kane. The character first appeared in Marvel Teen number 19 in March 1974. All right, I'm, I'm looking at images of this guy right now, and he's just, yeah. oh, he's so fucked looking. He's like, <laughs> he's, no, he's very much what you expect. He's just like, like a stegosaurus, but like with legs of a T-Rex, and he's like human arms, and oh. like big pecs, and he's like, he's kind of anthropomorphic, <laughs> but also has like, like an Ultron drop jaw. Yeah, maybe yeah. he turns himself into different dinosaurs because there's one where it's him, but he's a pterodactyl in a diaper. It's very creepy. Yeah, I, I I'm familiar with the pterodactyl form, but uh, yeah, that's that's uh, what I'm saying. Uh, that one. Oh uh, shit! I found the panel. I found the panel. Yes. You, you can you can rewrite DNA on the fly, and you're using it to turn people into dinosaurs. But with your tech like that, you could you could cure cancer. That's the exact. That's the exact panel you're talking about, and that's yeah. a, that's in Spider Man. That's Spider Man saying that. So, watch out, Tom Holland. No road home. You're gonna have to fight the Stego be... Man. Uh, and please, guys, tune into our podcast for more references to really obscure villains. Oh wait, no shit, I'm wrong. So, Sergion is I yeah. think he's the guy who could he could change DNA. And then okay. Stegon is the other villain. So you got okay. Stegon Man and Sergion. One's yeah. a pterodactyl, one's a big Stegosaurus Man. I'm watching <laughs> them wrestle. It's very funny. I want team up. I need this. Um... What, where, where is our Stegon Man show? That's all I want. Give me my Stego Man show. Give me Stegon Man show. Also, and I, this is a little, this is definitely a weird sidetrack, but like this pterodactyl man who's very clearly half man, half pterodactyl, is also riding a triceratops. Like, <laughs> like, you're a pterodactyl. You can fly. Why do you need another dinosaur to help you get around? You lazy fuck. I don't fuck. want to fly. I want to ride dinosaurs. 
Oh, fuck. You know what? I don't want the Spider-Verse movie. I don't want the movie where Tom Holland and Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire team up. I want a movie where you get me Hua Al Pacino, but I'm a dinosaur man who can cure cancer. Give me that movie. Give me Al Pacino as Stego Man taking on the fucking, uh, taking on Tom Holland's Spider-Man in No Road Home. That's all I want. That's we, all I want. We've gone so off track here. <laughs> we've, we've got on the train. The train has jumped the tracks. It has plowed through several civilians, gone off a bridge into the dark dimension with Dormammu. And now Doctor Strange is reversing time several times. And we're yeah. that far off track. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of Doctor um, Strange and magic, that was the worst. That is the worst transition I've ever done. But um, yeah. speaking of Doctor Strange, magic, and whatever, uh, Wanda does a big hex. She's just like, haha, I, I put up the rune spells. You can't do magic now. I'm the best. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she takes Agatha and she's just like, okay, I'm going to imprison you. I'm going to do the wor- worst thing possible, the most horrific imprisonment ever, and turn you into the nosy neighbor next door from the sitcom for the rest of your life. Yeah. How fucked was that? It's, it's pretty fucked. And, like, I appreciate it. It's not like, ah, oh, enemy's gone now. Bye-bye. Um, it's like, she's still there. So Agatha is most likely going to come show up again. Um, and I only, re- so- I only learned this recently that I think that actress does the voice of Doc Ock from Into the Spider-Verse. So, yeah, she's, which is dope. I love she's that. She's Olivia Octavius, which is so yeah. cool. But um, no, I'm excited because I, as again, I like I like that actress. She's really good. But um, especially as the, the the Agnes kind of like, well, howdy how, neighbor. Um, oh, you want to talk about her acting? Like that yeah. one frame after Wanda does it to her, as she looks yeah. up, she has the big wide smile, but just like her eyes, like mm-hmm. it's only like three seconds long. But the amount of acting Catherine Hahn does there is insane. Like yeah, the pain the fear, all of that, all masked behind that one smile and a howdy how, neighbor. Like, that was so fucking good. Like, props to her. Like, that was amazing. That was so damn good. So, yeah. um, Yeah, so that that's... She's basically imprisoning Agatha uh, here in in Westview. And if they need her, she knows where to find her. So, I I definitely think to see that return. Like like you said, she's definitely gonna come back in some way. Yeah. Whether they like they go like Doctor Strange goes get her or like Vision finds her or whatever. Like someone's gonna Scarlet come back Witch for dies her. and the spell drops. Who knows? It could be um, anything. Or like she could be the next Loki. Like I really want her yeah. to be the next Loki. Uh, yeah. so yeah, we're sorry, I'm just gonna hop back to my notes for a second. So the the hex starts to drop, uh, Wanda and her mm-hmm. family go home and they just kinda they stroll into the house and there's the scene where she tucks the kids in. Do you want to run us yeah. through that scene for a second? Um, yeah, she's uh, herself and Vision are putting the kids to bed. And it's, yeah, it's, it is an emotional scene because, like, you're saying goodbye to your kids. You're, you're, you're never going to see again, probably. Well, it's Marvel. You probably are going to see them again. But, you know, uh, uh, in Wanda's this... mind. Um, yeah, and you're tucking in and just saying goodbye and the line the of like thanks for choosing me to be your mom oh i'm gonna start like, crying oh, just thinking about it oh my feels like as i said it takes a lot for me to cry at a movie but i still get feels and uh like oh 
that was that was uh oh this was a storm breaker right to the fields like yeah holy shit the way it's like the way they play it is perfect as well because like mm-hmm. you see the hex coming in in the background but the kids aren't looking at it the kids can't see it yeah but wanda and vision they both see it they both know what's coming instead yeah. of the panicking the kids and having a big emotional goodbye they just treat them like kids like one last time they let them mm-hmm. go to sleep and they let them die like that they let them die in their sleep instead of like instead of panicking they're like oh my god bobby tell, I'll, I'll miss you forever oh my god instead they're just like yeah yeah look it's we a, had a big nice we had a big day let's just off. go to bed yeah thank you guys are both the best i love you both and then, like, they say, thanks, I love you, too. And then just that last line where she's like, thank you. Thank you for picking me. Oh, right in the fields. And you see the hex, like, closing in behind them. And she, like, you know how yeah. much she wants to scream out and, like, stop it from happening. But she knows she can't. And she's finally accepting yeah. her grief and her feelings. Oh, yeah. uh, and my eyes are just getting glassy thinking about it. My, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm there sitting on the couch at, like, 8.30 in the morning barely awake like sipping my coffee trying not to cry yeah then we get to i have to go downstairs with wanda and vision i'll have to go and rewatch it later now because uh my boyfriend hasn't watched it so <laughs> oh yeah no I'm, I'm watching with my girlfriend later as well and like yeah normally normally we order some food have a few drinks as well so like i was emotional while sober i can assume i'm going to be bawling crying because i know that scene is coming now so every time yeah, i see them yeah. in, in the episode i'm gonna be like I'm like two drinks in now and I'm already getting emotional thinking about it. You, you're, you're going to get emotional and you're going to start uh, muttering the words under your breath kind of thing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no more mutants or for the children. Which which words am I muttering? <laughs> for the children. Yeah, You've no, watched um, the scene so many times, you know it off by heart. You know, it's like, thank you for choosing me. And you're like, oh God. <laughs> okay. So do you want to describe what happens next? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a shot just to like calm my nerves, yeah. just just in yeah. regards to what happens next because it's so beautiful with Wanda and Vision. And like Wanda's just you know pretty much preparing for it to go everything go back to normal reality and she turn off lights and then Vision turns off the lights because he wants to see her clearly one last time. And I'm like, oh God, oh geez, Vision. <laughs> Like, I understand, like, actual vision is here, but memory vision, oh, my feels. Regular recipe um, vision. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, oh. And then the question of, like, what am I? Um, and, yeah, she she tells him that she he is the remnant of the mind stone within her. Uh, her loss, her love, and her oh, grief. And then his quote... It's his quote that broke me and his sentiment because throughout this, like, this version of Vision has, like, given us so many, like, really beautiful quotes when he's talking about, like, like, sadness or, like, remorse and, like, all mm-hmm. that. But he's like, yeah, no, I started out and I was just a voice without a mind or a body. Then I was a body without a soul. Then a soul without, like, a heart or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just a memory. Oh no, right in the fields, right in the fields. And this ties back into the ship thing and everything we've seen from all the <laughs> like the vision and the other visions and the fact that he's died. And then he's like Vision asks, What is what is he? And Wanda turns and goes, You are a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, we established this. You are a boat. 
I don't care how many parts you replace, you're a fucking boat. <laughs> But then, fuck, this is, the, this is the part that gets me. This is the part that gets me. Where he talks about the fact that he's like, he's like, now I'm a memory. But I've been gone. And I've been dead before. We've said goodbye before. And then there's like that moment where it's like, the implication being, this isn't going to be the last time. And just before she gets yeah. to say that, yeah. boom, the hex hits them. The house yeah. is gone. And as they're like kissing goodbye and it's like a spin shot and it's just fucking mm-hmm. like he's breaking down and disintegrating in her arms and she gets to hold like it, what's both her grief and the thing yeah. she loves and has to let go of as that just mm-hmm. disappears in her arms and she's left in an empty plot. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Like, it's how dare stuff. you? How dare you, Marvel? How dare you make me feel like this? <laughs> Fuckers. Oh my god, this is this is the most emotionally devastated I've been in a Marvel movie since like like Wolverine died and like X23 comes back and turns like the little wooden cross into like an X. Yeah, thing. yeah. Like this this fucking caught me. This got oh for a character I did not give a shit about. For a character that for the longest time was like, this is just like the worst version of Martian Manhunter. <laughs> This made me so sad. This fucking broke me and like made me so emotional. Yeah, as I said, if there's one thing I love about this series is giving more development to Vision. And like, because I've always liked Vision as a character, but we don't get to see that much of him. And like, I suppose I like him a lot because I know a lot of his, his comic book stuff, which is, really, is quite good. Um, but yeah, this this is what Vision needed for everyone to start really giving a shit about Vision. Because yeah, Vision dies in Infinity War, and you're like, oh, that sucks. Vision dies um, twice in Infinity War. He like, dies yeah. twice in Infinity War, and I guess like yeah, it's an emotional scene between him and Scarlet Witch. But in the end, it's not. It's like it's not really compared to like say Tom Holland, uh, Tom Holland Spider Man getting snapped or Stark. I don't feel uh, so good. Yeah. Or like pretty much, um, like you know, the end like of Guardians too. Snapped and the Guardians getting snapped, like you know. You see, I still think the emotional high point of any Marvel movie is probably going to be the end of Guardians too, where like the Ravager yeah. funeral and that song plays or whatever. That is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the most emotional I've ever been in a Marvel movie. But this, uh... this could honestly, obviously, I'm coming off the post Marvel hype, but like this could top it. <laughs> post-marvel amnesia where you just come out of the movie and goes that's fucking great and then like a few days later you're like wait a second um, which happens with 99.9 percent of marvel movies <laughs> captain yes. marvel excluded but um yeah no it's god fucking we got him we, we did it last week i shit on rise of skywalker this week captain marvel and agents of shield who knows what it's going to be next week welcome to uh, should have gone for the head where we dunk on all things marvel um Hey, hey, hey! I shit on Lois and Clark as well, so you know I, I'm 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 not exclusive. We talk cross- all things Marvel, but DC still gets in there somehow. Um. <laughs> so referencing the Snyder cut. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the thing. This is the most emotional I've been until the Snyder cut drops. Obviously, that is just obviously. I that- I, I won't be able to talk to you for a few days. You will be inconsolable. Uh, uh you see, it's weird because it's the most. I'll feel every emotion ever at one time. And it will change cinema. But also, <laughs> you're not going to be able to like hear me talk through my big, thick beard. And you wonder, Jack, you're normally pretty clean shaved. Why do you have a big, thick beard? 
because the four hours of the Snyder cut is going to produce so much testosterone. Like it's going to shoot through the screen <laughs> right into my body. And like, I'm going to look like Chewbacca. I'm going to look like a fucking, like, like an Ewok. Oh, I'm just going to be like, Rrr. and he's like, yeah, it seems like you like the movie or whatever. <laughs> that is how manly and beautiful the Snyder cut is. <laughs> so, I, I suppose, but yeah, that's how our episode ends. Uh, we well, see our- Wanda, we, we see Wanda, she walks out and um, she has the walk of shame. Uh, she has the walk of shame past all, past all the inhabitants and stuff. And she has, she has that moment with Monica, you know, um, which again, it shows like the, you know, what she did wasn't good, but like you understand why she did it. Cause Monica says, if, you know, I had your power, I would bring my mom back. So like she understands. And then she flies away, but I find it really interesting. Cause when she, she flies away, she just changes into the Scarlet Witch outfit. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm just like, well, that's not inconspicuous at all. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Jimmy Woo's just like, should we track her or nah, nah, it's fine. Just, just nah, let her go. Nah, let her, nah. let her have this. Yeah. Like, how fucked is that moment where she's like walking back to meet Monica and she's just, she's like, they'll never know what you had to give up. And she like, she like looks around, and it's very mm-hmm. clearly these people all fucking hate her. Like you've tortured yeah. us for the last like week straight. But yeah. also, we all saw what just happened, so we're not strong enough to stop you, even if we wanted to. Yeah. Like, fuck, that moment um, is so good. Like, it plays to the moral ambiguity of this show, which I kind of fucking love. Yeah. No, I, I do. I do. It's it's real good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she, she says goodbye to Westview, and so do we as the audience. And then roll credits. But guess what, bitch? We got a, we got a mid-credit scene and a post-credit scene. Hot damn. <laughs> Oh shit! We got two post credits. All right, what did I wasn't one hundred percent sure there was going to be an end credit scene, but I just skipped to the end just in case. <laughs> you see, I, I after the first one, I was a little bit sus. I was like, "Nah, there's got to be more here." So I like, yeah. I like skimmed along, and I was trying to pinpoint it till we. And I saw the log cabin. I'm like, "Ah, here we go." Yeah, yeah. Right, so do you want to run us um, through the first? You want to run us through the first one? I'll run us through the second one. Yeah, so the first one is basically everyone's just said that FBI come in and they're just basically looking after the, the residents and stuff, make sure no one's hurt and everything. Uh, Monica is there and she gets called into the theater because clearly they've taken up bases uh, everywhere. And we get the reveal that the agent that called her in is a scroll. And the man, and uh, she tells him that, oh, an old friend of uh, your mom's has told me he has found out you're grounded and he wants to see you, the big man upstairs. And it, it's got to be Nick Fury. It's got to be Nick Fury. like. Or Mephisto. No, no, no. no. Mephisto. <laughs> yeah, Mc, Nick Fury was kind of what I was guessing. At first, I thought it was Ca- yeah. uh, it was uh, Carol Danvers. Then I rewinded it. I was like, no, it's not Miss Marvel. It's not Captain Marvel because she yeah. says the big guy upstairs or like yeah. a guy upstairs. It's, it's 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 Nick Fury, to which it's like, how what the fuck is Nick Fury doing up there? Like we've known this since uh, Far From Home. What's he doing up there? <laughs> See, you got to remember that um, Far From Home is actually set after this. Like, yeah, timeline wise, oh, okay. Far From Home is like three months after WandaVision. Yeah, yeah, but, like, I suppose, yeah. So Fury's probably just after getting to space, or maybe he he hasn't been there very long, or mm-hmm. maybe he has, but like. 
like I thought it was going to be Telos first, but then like Telos is actually on Earth in Far From Home. So maybe I think you're right in yeah. saying it's, it's probably Nick Fury. It's probably which is Nick pretty Fury. Cool. That's pretty sweet. Um, I was expecting him to step out uh, mm. and him be like the big person we see, but no, it is just Paul Bettany. That yeah. is the big, that is the person everyone got excited to work with. Oh, I love it so much. Um, I, I love that, but I also, it's very much a like, I am the Mandarin. Like, it's very much like, yeah. it's a twist. It's it's a very anticlimactic twist, but I do like it. Where it's just like, no, I, Paul Bettany was talking about himself. Yeah, I love it. It's really funny. Um, and yeah, then, no, it's, so really, really, really se- I think they're really oh, sorry, setting up Marvel. They're really setting up Captain Marvel 2 here. Or whatever the big next, big, big threat is going to be next, really. Bang on. I was That was just what I was going to get at. I think this is 100% being like, yeah, no, um, you're going to be in Captain Marvel 2. Which yeah. I'm so up for. I mean, like, if she can stop a bullet, she can stop a Captain Marvel punch in theory. Yeah, and we might be able to figure out what her powers are. (laughs) I mean, like, Captain Marvel is a movie for people with vaguely defined powers, so you know, she'll fit right in. Sorry, last last jab, last jab, I'll stop. This isn't a sexism thing, I just don't like that movie. I just do not like the movie in general, it's not a good movie. We should should clarify, it is not like, oh, Brie Larson or something. It's Jack just doesn't enjoy the movie that much. It's very much Um, like... I also don't like Thor the Dark World. Like it's it's in that vein yeah. where it's just like it's not because it's it's not because it's a, I'm a sexist or because I hate the character. It's actually just the fact yeah. that I think it's a mediocre movie and it kind of makes to me sad. Which that I, it has will, so much I will agree. It is nowhere near the best Marvel movie. Uh, I enjoyed it, but that doesn't yeah. mean it's a fantastic movie or anything, you know? It, it's no age of Ultron, am I right? Anyway. <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, no, um, I think it's going to be pretty cool to have her and Captain Marvel and um, Ms. Marvel as well. Because apparently, because they're shooting Ms. Marvel at the moment, but apparently she's gonna, she might be turning up in that, which would be fun. Ooh, I'm excited for that. Yeah, no, three Captain Marvel. I, I like Ms. Marvel. She's, she's, she's an awesome character. Honestly, yeah, Camilla Khan is like one of my favorite like characters yeah. just because she's a big Marvel fan in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, so I want to yeah. see how they translate that to screen. So then we get the second mid credit scene, which is, oh, oh, baby. So it cuts <laughs> to what I can only assume is Bruce Banner's cabin from the end of The Incredible Hulk. And we do be. a slow, we do a, it's definitely not. It's probably like, I think you yeah. you said it might be Sokovia, which actually would, wouldn't surprise me. Because it looks yeah, like. Yeah, I saw it and like looking at the patterns and stuff, I have like to say, is she just like off living it up in Norway or something? And I'm like, well, it could be Sokovia as well. Like, it's like, that's definitely a possibility. So. I thought Canada for some reason. I'm like, oh, she fled to Canada. Could Fair be, enough. It could be Canada. I don't know. I just saw some patterns that were on the house and it just made me think of Frozen, I think. And I was like, <laughs> Norway? <laughs> but yeah, she's like. It starts with her and she's like, it like pans in and we see Wanda. She's sitting on the deck of this log cabin. I'm like, oh, okay. She's just chilling there. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it like, it's she's like Tracks sipping a cup of coffee house. or whatever. And it, yeah. cut, it goes past her. And I'm like, that's yeah. weird. And we see inside the house that that was just an illusion. And the real Wanda, the Scarlet Witch Wanda is inside casting her oh. illusions and reading through the dark book the um I don't know if it's so much an illusion i think she might be using the astral form oh that's a good yeah I, that that that's I what assumed... i was thinking when i saw it oh i just kind of assumed it was like um 
Like she's if anybody powerful, looked she's over, powerful she's powerful and she's powerful enough to have her body do other things while she's in the astral form, though. Or maybe she's just splitting herself, and that's the Scarlet Witch form, and that's the Wanda form outside drinking coffee. Could maybe be, they're two different personalities. There's she's so many reading things through the Darkhold, so she's getting some actual Doctor Strange magic. Yeah, you see that in the way like she does like the ring patterns, which is cool because it yeah. has like the Doctor Strange ring pattern, but like like a dark red, like like a Wanda, like like a darker yeah. version of Wanda's red energy, which is so fucking cool. It's it's so cool. And apparently, I I didn't hear this the first time I listened to it. I might have to re-listen to it. But apparently, they overlay a bit of Doctor Strange's mat of uh Doctor Strange's Ooh, theme as you see that. Which like that makes sense. And then you just hear, I think it's either Billy or Tommy or one of them, you hear like an echo of one of their voice calling out for his mm-hmm. mother. And like mm-hmm. you see her eyes light up for a second and then it cuts to black. Yeah. And I'm just like, holy shit. So I'm guessing, and you can correct me on this, I think the implication of that is she's trying to figure out a way to bring them back or look for them or an alternate version of them in the multiverse of madness or in like the mm-hmm. dark book or whatever. Yeah, definitely a possibility. I'm, I'm definitely down for that. But I am excited for Multiverse and Ma- of, of Madness now. Just, like, I was excited for it before because, like, I, I, I really like Doctor Strange and stuff. Um, but, like, now having a little bit of a hint at what might be going on, I'm, I'm definitely down for it. Also, fucking Sam Raimi, also. So. <laughs> I mean, like, it's Sam Raimi. He's doing a Multiverse movie. Yeah. I swear to God, if Tobey Maguire Spider Man doesn't turn up, I'll be so sad. <laughs> they even have Danny Elfman is even doing the score. The guy who did the original oh, Spider Man theme. Yes, right? I love right? Danny Elfman stuff. Oh, it'd be uh, so good. But yeah, no. Um, this was just a great finale. This was the this best was, final this episode. Was a really good finale. Like it was. Like it was, the, the whole thing you you worry is like with all this build up. Is it going to be a disappointment? And no, I thought it was a very satisfying uh, finale. Like maybe some people were expecting some bigger, bigger shit to go down, like such as one of the external characters showing up. Like I'm surprised Hawkeye never showed up during all of this. I genuinely, um, I know we joked about it, but when you see Jimmy Woo like, like get the phone, he goes to call someone. I thought he was going to call. Hawkeye. Yeah, because he says Hank, and I thought he said like, no, not Hank. He says, like, oh, it's like. Not Clint, but it's it's Cliff maybe or something like that. He says something yeah, close yeah. to the name. I'll be like, oh. or like maybe he was gonna call Ant Man or someone. But I was like, no, never yeah, mind. expecting expecting someone to, to show up. But it's it's hard to say because like it's like Paul Bettany looking forward to someone I've worked with for like in a while. Like, well, he's he's worked with Jeremy Renner before, so yeah. <laughs> um, you mean in that one scene from Civil War where Hawkeye beat his ass exactly? Yeah. But yeah, what was I gonna say? Um, oh yeah, no, yeah, no um, satisfying ending. Um, I'm happy it, with it. Those first three of those first three episodes had me really scared, and I've said this before, but they're like they're very slow moving. Not a lot happens. I'm like, obviously, you got a bit of intrigue there, but mm-hmm. is it gonna pay off? And I think this finale pays off ninety five percent of it. Yeah, like don't get me wrong, would have been happy if there was a Mephisto. But I think it's very satisfying to have those really slow three episodes, to have these insane final I two episodes. I told everyone there was going to be no Mephisto, and guess what? No motherfucking Mephisto. So, hey. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. uh. 
it's just it's, it's such a so bizarre of a storyline. I don't think they were ready to do that. <laughs> Mephisto steals the children. They are now his hand. <laughs> it's gonna be like it's gonna be weird because there's a week now. There we have a week. So next, like, we it's gonna be week. seven days, and like, what's next Friday? Next Friday, the twelfth or the eleventh? The twelfth, right? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's the twelfth. I might be wrong. And then the Friday after, we're getting Falcon and Winter Soldier. So there's a Friday. Yeah. There's a week in between. But it's we're also getting so... the making the, the making of of the of one division as well, which you know, bet your ass I'm gonna sit down and watch and try and find any secrets to stuff we didn't find. But you know, oh yeah, uh... I can't. I actually can't wait to watch that as well. That sounds really good. But it's like yeah. there's that weird week, and then we're straight into Falcon and Winter Soldier. But it's we are. I it's gonna feel so weird going from like this insane like weird like subjective horror and like creepy like sitcom stuff to just be like hey here's two guys and they don't like each other and one of them's a robot and the other man has wings and they want to be a two bros chilling in a hot tub five feet apart because they're not gay Um. (laughs) or hear me out what if they are what if, like, the end of the first episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier, they just kiss? I would oh. be so down for that. That would like, actually I mean, be a great I've, plot development. I, I've been pitching this for a while, but what if they're misleading us? And what if, like, the big reveal is after Steve died, they both bonded over their love for him and they got yeah. together as a couple? They got together. I think that would be pretty fucking... I think that would be Fuck. pretty sweet. That would actually be really, be really cool. It'd be the MCU's first gay, biracial, disabled couple. It would be so good. <laughs> I'd be so up for that. Publicity. Oh my god, um, they'd get. Oh, it'd be so. I'd be so excited for that. It's not going to be like two semi-ups, like slightly unknown characters within Wiccan and Hulkling, but no, let's get let's get the two big guys. Like I think this day and age, we should be able to do that. You know. Oh, one hundred percent. I've been pitching this for years. I think Civil War should have ended with Tony and Cap smooching, but you know what? It happens. It's okay. <laughs> I thought Endgame should end with Tho- with Tony and Thanos kissing. It didn't, but uh, hey, it happened. <laughs> They got they got real close up in each other's faces at one point. I'm like, oh, this is it. This is the part where they smooch. <laughs> and then Tony's like, I am Iron Man. It snaps his fingers. I'm like, damn this. Not enough oh. smooches. I thought in Thor anyway, Ragnarok, this is going to be the moment Thor and Hulk smooch. They don't. Very disappointed. Anyway, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited for that now. It'll probably be more like the original kind of Marvel format, but I, I'm excited. Did you see um, the teaser where uh, Baron Zemo has the purple mask on? No, I've been kind I, of staying away from from some trailers I, and teasers because I saw like it was like not a, it was like a four second clip, but it's him like and he's pulling yeah. on the purple mask with the stripes. I'm like, yes, oh, bring that boy back, more Sokovian revenge. Back. See, He's you can do with... that when you leave your villains alive. Black yeah. Panther. Um... Nah, nah, they got Wakanda technology and and like. They have an afterlife, so it wouldn't surprise me if they're like, we'll talk about this at some point. But I genuinely think Black Panther two five ten years from now, whenever they finally decide to do it, because obviously you have to space it out after the death of Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, I genuinely think they're gonna have. I think five years time we're gonna have Black Panther two with Michael B. Jordan as Black Panther. I think they're gonna bring back Killmonger and have him take up the role of his cousin, and have it like a villain becomes a hero. They could wait for the actress of Shuri to be a bit older as well to be uh, Shuri Black Panther, like. Or let him let him divide it between them. That'd be amazing. 
let them both be Black okay, Panther. Yeah. One's the I've king heard, and one's I've heard kind a, of like... One suggestion was a... Um, is it Nikoye? No, Okoye yeah. is the, the leader of the, the Dora Milaje, which I'd love that. What's her... Black Panther's girlfriend, basically, and I can't think of her name. Oh, um, I don't know. She wasn't that interesting of a character. I, I know... Wait, is Okoye the one with who's like the shaved head and the spear? Yeah, Okoye is the leader yeah. of the Dora Milaje. I, yeah. I'd love her to be the Black Panther, admittedly. I think she she'd be... She would be so like, cool as the Black Panther, yeah. Or, um, you know, the big gorilla guy who like leads the other tribe? He'd be pretty sick. We're yes. really off track here, but we're just Marvel theorizing. But yeah, no, um, I'm psyched for Falcon and Winter Soldier. I do not think it's going to tie into WandaVision whatsoever. Yeah, no, I think it's going to be its own separate thing. Because um, um, it was actually supposed to release before WandaVision, obviously with COVID and all that, but it was supposed to release last oh, June, I believe. But then okay. obviously they pushed it back. So it was actually supposed to go Falcon and Winter Soldier in June. And mm-hmm. then in January or late December, we were going to get WandaVision. We eventually got it in January, but like... yeah. So it might actually be set before WandaVision or set really far ahead of WandaVision. Who, who knows, no, honestly? I, I don't think it's it's really going to tie in. I think they're going to go off and it's going to be their own adventure. Like, yeah. It's probably going to set something up for a future movie. Yeah. Um, I think but again, be... another one, I don't know what we're getting going into it because at least with WandaVision, you, you were like, oh yeah, like yeah. House of M kind of situation yeah. maybe, you know? Just after hearing certain casting things, I've got a few ideas what we might get. But honestly, like they've got six hours worth of show. And apparently it's going to be hour long episodes or 45 minute long episodes. Ooh, exciting, uh, it, exciting. But it's only six of those. So I'm guessing um, a certain podcast is going to have to car- cover that week to week, I guess, and do some I, theorizing. I guess, you know. We might just have to drop some ideas on that. But yeah, no, um, I'm really excited for where the MCU is going. Just like overall mm-hmm. like between this and what falcon and winter soldier setting up to be like it's good to be like interested in marvel stuff again yeah no as i said it's 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 like how do i say like i never got tired of being excited for marvel stuff but with, as i said like these days where you know like all these little things that could happen in each movie it's exciting just to be in the unknown about that like i don't know yeah. what's going to happen in this series and i'm excited and i I'm delighted that this that WandaVision just just it was a, just a, just such a good show and it's such a yeah. palate cleanser from our usual Marvel Marvel stuff as well. It's so like it's I, the most out there thing I'm, they've ever done. Yeah, and it, they nailed it. Like it's yeah. the most out there thing since Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, which is my favorite. Awesome. So maybe I just like the weird stuff. Who knows? <laughs> you're gonna if that's the case, you're gonna fucking love Eternals. I think you're gonna. Uh, Okay, on that note, I think we should wrap it up. Yeah, no problem. Overall, WandaVision has slapped. It's been so good. Um, yeah. What a series. Rhiannon, thank you for coming on and talking about it. I hope no everyone enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Once again, we've gone nearly twice the length of an episode of WandaVision talking about the show. <laughs> there was one complaint Jack had. It was only half because they were half an hour episodes. Genuinely, it was like, oh, they're only like 22 minutes. 22 minutes a piece bullshit even like the 45 minutes episode i'm like give me an hour but yeah <laughs> honestly um so good and falcon the winter soldier is gonna fix that so that's fine 
But uh, come back next week. So we're to always. I'm gonna rewind that. Come back next week to for another episode of Should Have Gone for the Head. Tell a friend. Don't forget to like. We're gonna be talking all things Snyder Cut. Oh no, I'm not or excited we'll do, for that. Or or we'll do Marvel <laughs> theories. We could do Marvel theories. We we can do we can do both maybe because I I we, doubt there's gonna be an awful lot of Snyder Cut. Child, Snyder Cut's gonna be the best movie ever. It's gonna change cinema. Okay. Yeah, you're gonna thank you for coming on. Thank, thank you for talking all things Marvel. Let's call it a day. Alright, bye. Bye. Also, don't forget to like, subscribe, share, all that other stuff. You know, whatever. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. This has been Should Have Gone for the Head. <laughs>